This week's Throwback to Black goes to a quote from Martin Luther King Jr. In the end, we will remember not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. Throwback to Black, Martin Luther King Jr. Happy birthday. Now let's start the motherfucking show. Episode 106, baby. It's your boy, Corey Doseki. It's your boy, I'm something else. And we in the building. We are in the building. I need to clarify by saying I am the only member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity on this show. Yeah, please clear that up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I am the only member. The only. <laughs> I am something else is not a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity. You do not have to go up to him and grip him when you see him. Please don't. <laughs> please don't. It's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I am not an alpha, so. <laughs> like, you can't go nowhere. <laughs> you can't go nowhere together. I was on six. Bro, I'm not afraid. Bro, look here, dog. I'm not Stop gripping me, bro. <laughs> yeah, be in a room full of drunk alphas. <laughs> All the time. And then everybody try to grip you. Like, look, hey, can we have like a huddle real quick? I'm not an alpha. Stop trying to grip me. You got to let them know. Yeah. You gotta let it know. Uh, happy birthday to Fred Martin Luther King. Salute. Salute. Happy birthday. It's a good episode. We got all this alpha shit going on. Should have pledged, man. <laughs> <laughs> I did pledge. Yeah. How'd that go? One time for the 163. <laughs> I started my own game. <laughs> you niggas not incorporated. <laughs> <laughs> They hated on us though, man. <laughs> oh, band fraternity. <laughs> they hated on us, man. They didn't want us to. They didn't want to shine. They don't want us to be great. <laughs> they don't want you to be great. They don't want us to be great. I must admit, one six three is some cool motherfuckers though. I must admit that shit right there. Them my boys right there. One time for the squad. One time. Happy belated birthday, shorty. Yeah. For real. For real. Uh, how was your weekend, man? Um, weekend was cool. I had a really good weekend. Um. A lot of football. football. Yes, it was. It was um, some good games, though. Very good games. Yeah. Um, one time for all you sorry-ass Cowboy fans. Oh, they crying in the car right they now. They crying in the car, the bathroom, the shower, uh, in the corner, <laughs> on the ride home. All that. Headed to work. <laughs> you know, so I've been giving motherfucking Cowboy fans the business for the last 48 hours, and I love it. And I'm very proud of you. I'm thank you. I'm very proud of you. You, you, you. Your pettiness just shined this last 24 hours, and I was proud of you. But you know somebody that's more pettier than you? Who? Uh, EA Sports, Madden, NFL. Okay. So Jerry Jones said a uh, comment about he thinks Romo will one day play in the Super Bowl. Laugh out loud. It was a joke. He tweeted it, you know. Uh, ESPN, I mean EA Sports, uh, Madden NFL petty asses got on Twitter and said, "We'll send them a copy of Madden 17." <laughs> That's the only way he gonna play it. <laughs> and they tweeted it with no shade, just like full picture and everything. Damn. <laughs> Damn. 
So don't feel alone in your pity. <laughs> I mean, the Cowboy fans deserve this L. They do. Because I ain't said shit all season. You did not. They've been talking shit all season. They have. We them boys all fucking year. And I'm like, look, when y'all lose the first game of the playoffs, I'm gonna give you this business. <laughs> it's coming. And now they feeling like I'm I'm a bully. No, y'all been trying to talk shit all year. Now I gotta give you this L, and now I'm the bad guy. You been talking shit all year. Fuck that, man. You gonna have to take this. You gonna get this work. <laughs> you better catch it today. You gonna catch it today. Like my team did better than your team, nigga. We in the same spot. We at the house right now. We all at home, chilling. You ain't won shit. Then I ain't win. So <laughs> fuck y'all. Fuck all y'all. Yeah. So we out in the same boat. We're we in the same boat. Watch we're catch this yacht now together. Watching the playoffs. <laughs> Watching the playoffs. Who you got to win? Yeah, not y'all. <laughs> not you, motherfuckers. But it was some good games, though, man. It it was. Speaking of Madden, man, I'm still drove, man, because Spoon beat me, dog. Ah, yes, yeah, Spoon did beat me. I'm still drove, man, because Spoon beat me three times in a row. Yeah, yeah. That it hurt was, my pride, you that, know. That was too. I you went know, to sleep on it. You know, the best feeling in the world. The best feeling in the world is to tell your homeboy that you sorry in the mad. We know who y'all talking about. <laughs> it don't matter who it is. Like, yeah. Universal, the best feeling in the world to tell your friend that they sorry in a video game. Yeah, yeah, it hurts their pride. It hurts their feelings, Oh, I mean, everybody going to defend the game they play. <laughs> Man, tell everybody. Them, to tell a motherfucker you sorry is like, like, bitch, where? Damn. Who are you talking about? Not my game. <laughs> Not my game. <laughs> yeah, so that's I'm still upset about that, man. So I got you, bro. Oh yeah, I got you. <laughs> it's that bitch is coming. You know, us pulled a little heat. He didn't show up yesterday. No, nah, that was just some communication. I didn't tell him I was coming. Uh, he showed up ready to head out ass whoopers. <laughs> he showed up like Chris Brown, like what to do? Yeah, where soldier boy. At? I didn't. I didn't say I was. <laughs> I didn't say I was coming. I had things to do. I didn't he was think. talking that shit like yeah. Anytime in the world, so he thought he like was I'm here. His, he was in his feelings about the punishment comments comment. Yeah, man. you can't tell the nigga he's sorry and some shit. <laughs> he coming for your ass. Oh. I know who did show up. Who? Jiffy. No. Didn't even answer a phone call. No, Jiffy not showing up. We ain't even seen Jiffy in a while. Jiffy got to wait till his next paycheck. Let's <laughs> <laughs> show back up. Got to wait till his next, uh, to get off of uh, being grounded. Yeah, he on punishment. He on punishment some more shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, they Madden ruined some uh, lives too now. Yeah, Madden changed, changed the whole dynamic of your friendship. For real, for real. Friendships, uh, relationships. Relationships. Everything, because you, you, if you're spending time with your friends playing the game, your gal, man. And if you spend the time with your gal and you talked all this shit about Madden and not gonna come play the game, yeah. your friends mad at you. It's it's like a lose lose. Yeah. All the time. So it's it's very tricky waters. Ladies, let your man play Madden. You know where he at. He's safe. He playing Madden. Cause his when he can't get over, it's being called fucking sorry in Madden. <laughs> or any video game. That shit hunt you, man. It will. Tell them they sorry the video game that hunt you. You like, look, I gotta come back with a vengeance. <laughs> I gotta beat their ass on the next game. Yeah. Got to. Was the games close? Uh the first two was. The last one, he just he just he just big boyed me, man. It was, <laughs> it was embarrassing. Like I just felt bad about myself. Like I'm sitting back in the corner, like, am I sorry? Yeah, you sorry, nigga. <laughs> am I sorry? <laughs> I had to reevaluate my life. Man will drive your ass. I'm going to take up another sport because this shit is not right. <laughs> man, come on and join this Tekken fame with me. <laughs> man. <laughs> we could be beating ass in this bitch. And it feel better when you win. 
Ain't nothing like beating a motherfucker down with, the, with your hands and feet. And that's how you let a motherfucker know you're really sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to get their ass whooped. You know, you start losing the video game real bad. Like, look, nigga, can you, but can you beat my ass, though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's when it gets real. Can you beat my ass, though? Yeah, fuck this video game shit. Can you fight me, though? <laughs> <laughs> you know you just feel this then. You know you drove. <laughs> two, two drove. Two drove. Especially the person the shit talking doing the whole game. Man. <laughs> that shit really would drive the fuck out of you. All the way. So how was your weekend, dog? Uh, my weekend was good. It was good. Slow pace. I slept a lot. Okay. I did a lot of sleeping. A lot of drinking. A lot of sleeping. Uh kinda L, kinda L, but you know, you know, for every L there's gonna be a W. So. What kind of L you took? I just uh, you know, work stuff. You know, oh, okay. Didn't yeah. get what I wanted to get, so Keep grinding, like, dog. Keep grinding. Keep grinding. You know what I'm saying? That's about it. But shit. Other than that, it's been a beautiful weekend. Salute MLK weekend. It was a beautiful weekend. Uh I will say, only reason why I don't go to the Marade is because I was forced to work that damn Marade with the heavy ass camera and the light belt. <laughs> yeah. For ten years. Mm-hmm. I paid my dues to the MLK Marade. <laughs> yeah. One thing I'm not gonna do. Be around a bunch of y'all motherfuckers. No shade. It was a beautiful event. Uh, we had, what, was it Slick Rick? Dougie Fresh. I have no idea. I think Dougie Fresh came down. One of them. Came down. I heard they did a good concert. Shout out my alumni Central. They hosted the event. Everybody's, I, I watched the shit from everybody's Snapchat and Instagram feed, so I felt like I was there. Okay. But I just had to be around that shit. That's, that's even better. That's way better. Oh, man. I got the full experience. I haven't been to the to parade, parade since I was a child. Riding the damn parade with my fucking face on froze, <laughs> cold as fuck, snot dried to my face. Shit. I ain't been since, man. Imagine walking through that mug in your taekwondo uniform when you was a kid, <laughs> <laughs> and see and it says taekwondo going walking through the right doing kung fu. It's cold as shit outside. Yeah, it was like God. <laughs> so. From my Taekwondo years to Channel 7. Yeah, fuck that. That's at least 20 years worth of the Murray. I'm good. All good. All, all good. Easy. Real easy. So, but, you know, I'm happy for black people coming together and no violence happened here. This time. This time. I don't yeah. know about you other cities. You know what I'm saying? And I heard, uh, who is it? Jermaine Taylor didn't go, so, yeah. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? It was peaceful. <laughs> no, no, I was fighting over the chicken biscuits and I don't know what they was fighting over, but you know. I don't know. No candy was no stolen. Nobody got to fight over candy. So it was a good day. So it was a positive. It was a positive day. Yeah. It was a positive day. Uh let me think. Anything else happened? Uh my church got a new pastor. Really? Yeah, yeah, they did. What happened to the old pastor? He quit. Oh, he out? Yeah, in the middle of service. <laughs> Damn. He hit the service with the fuck y'all, I'm out. <laughs> fuck this shit, <laughs> fuck I'm this out. Fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> Damn. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we had to you know, get a new one. So after about a, what, six months to a year? I remember you talking about that. Yeah, yeah. He okay. showed his ass when he left. It's like, I could see if he was in the right. 
He is all the way wrong believing. So, you know what I'm saying? When he left, everybody like, bye, bitch. Damn. <laughs> Shit. Thank God. What took you so long? <laughs> you and your Bernstein bare-looking wife. Damn. <laughs> Shit. Damn. <laughs> bitch mustache thicker than mine. Let me stop. Y'all was not a fan of him. Oh, man, I'm not. Those. Whew, that motherfucker was fake. Church talk. <laughs> <laughs> and this the week right here, boy. Anybody can catch it. It ain't been a good day. Don't fuck up for the show. Man. I ain't got nothing nice over here. <laughs> Speaking of church talk, uh, Bishop Eddie Long passed away. This faggot ass. And that's no shade towards the faggots. It's towards shade towards the lying motherfuckers. <laughs> He says faggot ass don't shade towards the faggot. <laughs> don't shade towards the faggot. <laughs> that was that was so much in one little segment right there. Yeah, man. Hey, you can't be molesting motherfucking kids, fly out the country, molest kids, then come back and say, God don't like ugly. Right. You hypocritical motherfucker. And the people on social media is like, why don't you respect the dead and you know show your respect to people? Look, all right, I like I never listened to one word that he spoke. I never never See any video of him, his his congregation, or whatever he said. I, I'm not I'm not a follower of him, but I know what people accuse him of doing. Right, and it's not good. It's not good at all. And I'm I can't get behind. I can't back that up. Right. I can't I can't get behind that. I be not. I be the bad guy today. Fuck Eddie Long. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Fuck Eddie Long and the dick he rode in on. So I, I just don't I just don't think that you you can tell a person that they wrong for. Not being because the world is fucked up for one. Well, always fucked up. The world up. fucked up. People die every day, B. Every day, B. So to be like, oh my God, somebody died, it's like you numb to somebody passing away because people die all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. But if you got something to asterisk against your death, like something that's really hanging over your head, hey, I'm not going to be like boo hooing over some shit like that. At all. And uh, you lost 150 pounds in two months, nigga. You in that age you died from. Well, they said oh, it was cancer. Was. They said it was cancer. That's what everybody does. You know, that's what black <laughs> parents always tell you when you're young. You know, if you have an uncle that died from AIDS or something, everybody tell you, no, nah, he died from cancer. There ain't no damn cancer. That's AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Lying to these babies. <laughs> Shit, he died that quick. <laughs> it's like, dang, he lost 100 pounds and died that quick? Boy, walking around like a skeletal on stage. Man. Still fucking little boys. Man, fuck Eddie Long. <laughs> Shit he Ain't getting no sympathy for me B nah, I can't really find no sympathy for it <laughs> Not a lick Not over here You know, I feel bad for the family that lost a, a loved one I mean, I'm pretty sure there are people that cared about them But I can't just be the one to be like Oh boo hoo about it Oh Child molested that Shit Fuck you <laughs> Shit Sorry I ain't got no sympathy for it So I guess he never got his His uh his plane, right? Was Creflo, that was Creflo oh, Dollar. Creflo, okay. That was Creflo Dollar trying to get that plane. I still okay. think he working on it, though. Okay. okay. I still think Creflo working on it. But see, even Creflo Dollar name sound crooked. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Creflo Dollar, that sound like a pimp name. It does. It sound like a pimp with a jerry curl and walks with a cane and two bitches and one you, fugly. You got to say the whole name, too. Yeah, you got to say Creflo Dollar. Yeah, you can't say just Creflo. You know Creflo? Who? Nigga. Creflo Dollar. Yeah, you res- put some respect put on some his respect. name. You got to say the whole thing. Yeah, like a child called Quest. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. 
my crap low dollar too. <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of mega churches. I'm just not. I just think it, it gets too much. Way too much. It gets too much. And Way then, too much. especially with the black community, they there, <laughs> it has been embedded in them over the years, back when slavery that this this the word is will justify you. Whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do, you gonna find something in that Bible to justify it. Right. It's it's been beaten and actually literally beaten into us to follow this. And you got these people, these prophets, that have you spending your money? Yeah. And you know the black community will spend their last. They last on something they feel passionate about, or you finally got them to believe in. And the person that you spend his money to ride around with jets and trying to get motherfucking Benzes and million dollar houses while you can't even pay your light bill. Thank you. And it's like, all right, I understand that you want to, you know, you believe in in a God and you want to be spiritual and, and religious, but you breaking your back to have this motherfucker sitting high. Like I, I just don't, I don't, I don't get believe it. it. And y'all building new church buildings? The fuck? You can building. spread this money around the congregation. Can we get a refund, nigga? Right? Can we get some can, kickback? Can we get some kickback? Is it like uh, all state? You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Can, can I give me a cash deduction? You know what I'm saying? At right. the end of the year, even the government give you a refund Is check. The government <laughs> give me a refund check when I donate to the church. <laughs> Shit. Shit. <laughs> Church pimping the fuck out of me And the pastor walking around in a new Cadillac truck Man Fuck him too <laughs> Shit You can't pay your fucking water bill But you, your pastor walking around pastor clean as clean fuck Clean as shit Passing out grape juice instead of real wine Somebody tell me what's going Where's this money going You don't see nothing wrong with that I ain't seen a new donut put on the church <laughs> The fuck you mean? It's that organization that I that's another problem with me. I hate crowd organization and it's like blindly followed. Like I'm not dissing religion. We all know I'm a Christian. You know I believe in God. Mm-hmm. Uh I believe in higher power. But I'm just not gonna blindly believe everything that was said to me just cause somebody wrote it in the book. Right. I I just can't I just can't cuz I just see in everyday life I see people and I see how they act and everyone I think well no not everyone but most people mm-hmm. have a slight moral compass of doing right and doing wrong. You know when you fuck somebody over and when you didn't. It's a point of if you care or you don't. Right. To me, some of these preachers are no worse than some of the uh, drug dealers in the neighborhoods. Pimps and pushers. They all pushing a product. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the and their product is gaining themselves wealth and not for the people who you say you preaching to. That's true. So that's the problem for me. Hell, at least the drug dealers honest shit. I'm riding around the bins because I pimped your mom out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And there's so uh, there. There are some people who out there spreading the word who are actually doing it to uh, inform and uplift the community. Uplift the community, but you could, you could just tell some that just they're just in it for the dollar. Who's slicker than a can of oil? And it's just it's just sad because you know you got your you got your grandma spending all her her uh, her check. All her check at this church. She could be baking pound cakes, <laughs> making macaroni and cheese, pot roast. Now she spent all her money on Creflo Dollar ass and his jet. Yeah. So now, nah. 
No. And I don't see a lot of these people going out into the communities of their own congregation. The people that's hurting, it's, I don't see none of them go back and donate to these people's houses. Yeah. Help rebuild that community. Now, it might just be because it's not reported because it's a positive story, <clears throat> but I don't see it. But you do see them asking for more money. Yeah, I do see that new jet you want. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I do see this new talk show you trying to do. This TV deal you setting up. So, yeah. One pastor even got it so he tried to ban cell This is not my church, but one pastor, tried. it was reported he trying to get cell phones banned from the church. Because he's trying to sell his DVDs and uh, uh, recordings of the sermon. Oh, so the recording church? Yeah, you know people bring out the phone, smartphone, and record the pastor. Yeah. You're like, no, cell phones in church, you can get a DVD on your way out. <laughs> Damn, Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> no cell phones in the show. No cell phones at the show. Damn. Like, the fuck? Really? Mm. Notice 2017. We all got cameras now. Everybody got one. It's not like old days we had to, hey, did you did you record that? Could you give me a copy of that? Yeah. Oh, that. no, 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 friend. You got to get your own. You got to get your own. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't let you borrow. You come over and watch it. Yeah. Not them days no more. So, yeah. Church need to, mm-hmm. it's probably it's a sore spot for me. So, I don't know. Why I ain't probably went. <laughs> <laughs> I just, shit. I ain't going to something really big going on. So, I mean, I was kind of almost in trouble Sunday for not going to the new pastor. But mama already knew I wasn't going. Yeah, when you when you posted that, I knew you wasn't going. Yeah, mama knew I wasn't going either. Daddy the one who held our faith. God bless that man. <laughs> He's such a good heart. He's so <laughs> spiritual. I mean, he just really have faith in people. Yeah. He likes people. Yeah. I mean, he's so compassionate almost to it's like he's naive sometimes to people. Mm-hmm. And uh, it takes it takes mama to uh, mama is his pit bull. She check him off quick. No, bring him back real quick. What we not gonna do is that. <laughs> you know she humble him. She bring him on back down to earth. Yeah. I figure that's what I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need a woman like that on my team. Just bring you back sometimes. Just bring me back down some. Just just be my anchor. Yeah. You know. You know. In the in the grand scheme of things, as I get old, I watch them more, and I just sit there and watch their interaction. And how things get handled. Mm. No, she she let him be the king of the house now. He is the man of the house. Whatever he want, whatever it is, boom. But just the same verse, she the queen of the house. The whole dynamic of it all. Yeah, the whole dynamic, the interaction. When, when it's up to a problem, you know what I'm saying? The, the conflict resolution is awesome. <laughs> it's hilarious. They mad at each other for a day. They both call me. You need to call your mama. You need to call your daddy. <laughs> they trip it is the same. They say the same shit. It's funny. Yeah. So I just sit there, just mediate, and just say the same thing they're saying. Just calmer. Mm-hmm. And they be like, oh, I get it. They work it out. They work it out now. Sunday dinner be awesome. Because <laughs> it's all to make Sunday dinner good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They'll work it out. They ain't going nowhere. Hell. They live long <laughs> enough. They ain't going nowhere. Yeah, work, it out. work it out. Just don't, just don't mess up Sunday dinner. Just though. don't mess up that Sunday dinner. Yeah. Don't get caught cheating. Either one of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Don't you get y'all. caught cheating. Now, if you need help, call me. But don't you get caught cheating. Yeah. <laughs> don't make no sense. Talk y'all better than this. <laughs> oh, shit. Speaking of people passing, though, I'm going to throw this in real quick. 
Uh, I want to send a special R.I.P. out to uh, S- S- Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Shout out, Jimmy. Wrestling, right? Yeah. How yeah. turn up. Yeah. One of the legends in wrestling, man. Back when wrestling was like just wrestling. It wasn't wrestling. like a soap opera. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, Superfly Jimmy Snooker was like the man. And he passed at 73. Uh, it was The Rock's uncle. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. It was The Rock's uncle. So, uh, R.I.P. Superfly Jimmy Snooker. R.I.P. One of the legends in the game. For real, for real. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the people that did make it this year to celebrate their birthday. Okay. Uh, Betty White, 95. Go ahead, Betty. <laughs> Betty said, fuck y'all, bitches. 2016 <laughs> wasn't taking me, goddamn it. Bro, I was laughing yesterday about your ass, bro. Because <laughs> I, I asked you on the show last week. I was like, you remember the Cheers song? And your ass jumped out with full aggression, like... Thank, Thank you, you for being a friend. friend. I was like, nigga, that's Golden Girl. Nah, my man was the yeah, I was hollering. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, shout out to Betty White, man. The last uh, horseman standing. Last one there. Yeah. Yo, for real, for real. That is like an accomplishment for real. Yeah. Uh, shout out James Earl Jones. He uh turned uh, divided by carry the three. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do math no more. I go tra- straight to my phone. Damn, in my phone, I put he was born in 2007. <laughs> straight calculator. Straight calculator. No, 86? Salute, James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones, 86 years old? 86. Is your math correct? Let me double check. Okay. Did you show your work? Let me show my work. He was born January 17, 1931. Yep. Let's talk about your your president elect. <laughs> that ain't mine. Who? Yours. Uh, your president elect Donald Trump. Okay. You know his little Twitter finger ass. His stay happy, stay in the news, stay beefing with some motherfucking body. Well, as you know, Donald Trump uh, inauguration is uh, not going the way they expected. Okay. A lot of people canceling out, and uh, a lot of people saying they ain't fucking with it. I predict it's going to thunderstorm. On the 20th. I hope it's no blizzard style in that bitch. I hope it have like a motherfucking category 17, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's just real fucked up. You can't really have it. <laughs> and that motherfucking be, uh, what's it called? Uh, what's the last, what's the, uh, survive, what's the damn show I'm watching now? Mm-hmm. Uh, the last person that survived for Congress. Um, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, what's the name of that position? Damn it. The replace no the fill in? No, no. The, the, uh, the nigga that paid twenty-four. Um <laughs> <laughs> shit, what's the name? It's gonna fuck with me. Uh, but that dude. That guy. That guy. I'm gonna figure it out. Hold on. This brain farts ain't gonna stop me. I ain't gonna let it. Nope. But uh, yeah, man, we're gonna have to do something. Designated survival. There we go. Didn't even have to look it up. I figured it out. Okay. Let the designated survivor win. Watch it be Obama or something. He get elected again. 
Yeah, a lot of people not really. He's trying. He's trying to scramble to get people to attend and perform for his uh, inauguration. Boy, uh, Jennifer Holiday had to drop out. Yeah. Uh, uh, according to a, a article, well, she released a statement, but she said based on the articles that she got from the Daily, not the Daily, no, the Daily Beast. Uh, in the article, they mentioned how how dare she uh, one of representatives. Of the gay community and friends, because the gay community, black community, white community, call her everything but a child of God. You nigger, you this, you that. How you dare you be for us? But then you gonna support Trump? So she's like, after all getting this harassment and threats, she's like, I'm, I'm out. Right. It ain't for me. Yeah, it, it's just not for me. It's a no for me, dog. I'm good. That's yeah. a no. <laughs> uh, Paul Anka, Anka. I hope I got that right. If not, I don't know. I'm so I don't give a fuck. Uh, he got. He was gonna do a modified stylist version, exact quotes, uh, of "My Way" by Sinatra. He had to drop out because he got a child custody trial. Mm. <laughs> but did you know tickets for these shows are fifty dollars a pop? Really? Yes. Wow. <laughs> yes. I'm like, nigga, you charging? <laughs> Goddamn, Cruffalo. Is it the first time? Or is it? Is it? <laughs> Is it normally a fee for it? I ain't never heard of a fee. I don't know. I just saw first come, first serve on tickets and who you knew. I'm pretty sure it's a it's a it's a charge. It's a charge or something. Yeah, that sucks. You might want to lower the price a little bit. I might want to lower the price a lot. On top of the performers that's not attending, over thirty five House representatives are not gonna be participating in it. Mostly Democrats. And this Yo, ain't nobody going. Well, it's gonna be some people going. Yeah, someone be there. It's gonna be a lot. It's supposed to be over a million people there, but well, it's like this is the first. This is the first president going into the inauguration has the lowest approval rating in yeah. history. In history, yeah. And a lot of white people that voted from starting slave presidents <laughs> starting to realize that they kind of fucked up, right? Or it's not what they thought it was gonna be. Yeah, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. So your boy Steve Harvey went to go visit uh, uh, President-elect Boy they got his shit on social media His entire <laughs> backside undefeated His entire backside God damn The internet don't play Yeah uh, How you feel about it? Now his reason was going Was saying that I'm just trying to live up to what Obama said And trying to extend up olive branch And try to be a part instead of being against the whatever. I'm like, mm, no, no, that one, bro. You might just should have waited a couple of weeks. <laughs> he was saying that Trump invited him over there to uh, talk about how they can improve inner cities, especially with Chicago, and then focusing on Detroit. But you never had any workings with President Obama with inner cities. Right. But all of a sudden, now you want to, you know, work with the president-elect with that now. Yeah, now that's your charge. That's what your goal is. But, I mean, if it's that, if that's real. If that's what it is, then that's what it is. Salute. This is my problem with it. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with anybody going to visit with the president-elect. Right. Because, you know, he's going to be here for four years yeah, if you he don't get impeached. The and... We need people that represent us to be there to, you know, have a voice for us. Right. If that's what you're there to do. Right. 
But like D.L. Hughley said, D.L. Hughley went the fuck off. <laughs> Shout out D.L. Hughley. One time for D.L. Hughley. Boy, man, that's man. why I listen to your show when I get off work. For real, because he doesn't hold shit back. <laughs> yeah, oh, the shit, thing man. is, he, he he's trolling the fuck out of us for one. Mm-hmm. He talked about one of our civil rights uh, activists, and then he goes back and take a picture with uh, Martin Luther King the third. And that motherfucker just selling out his daddy shit. <laughs> I'm like Boondocks. Why have you not had the McRib copyrighted yet? <laughs> shit. So I don't have a problem with uh, Steve Harvey going to visit him. Mm-hmm. I don't think his motives are genuine at all. And I just think that I think Trump is trolling the fuck out of us. He's just yeah. taking pictures with people who 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 uh we we feel are important to us. Right. And I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's genuine. Like if you have some if, if you show some progress to what y'all doing, then I'll right. shut the fuck up. But right now I just think you're trolling the fuck out of us. And not only that, you saw what happened with Kanye when to visit him. Why did you think it was gonna be better when you did it? And every time these people come out these meetings, they like it's a very good meeting. Uh, we talked about uh, several things, but what are you talking about? Now, give us a, a, a dialogue. Right. What you're talking about? Give me an agenda. Yeah, give me. A, what are y'all y'all just sitting there and, and smoking weed? Like, what are you talking <laughs> you about? Doing? And nobody come out. It's like they come out of the Trump office with a check in their pocket. Yeah, and everybody ain't doing interviews in that damn lobby. In the damn lobby. In the goddamn because lobby. the whole media is in the lobby. Yeah. So we walk out, they be like, "Oh shit!" Well, uh, Steve Harvey couldn't put two words together. He was Man. like, "Well, we just we talked. It was a good meeting." Uh, Jim Brown came out there. We, we, we talk about things that we want to uh, get accomplished. What were you talking about? about? What do you want to get accomplished? Like if you had a, if somebody was in the corner taking the minutes, read the fucking minutes. Read the goddamn minutes. Like what are you talking about? They golf, they golf game they played last week. Nobody's talking about what they talked about. Like it's so hush hush, right. or either the meeting wasn't worth shit. Right. It was just a photo op. That's all it was. So. I have no problem to meet with him, but if you don't have no fruits of this labor, you you just cooning. You doing a lot of cooning. Yeah, so I I'll give you the benefit of the doubt for now, but right. they took fucking Steve Harvey down through that. Through that shit. Even his own fellow comedians took his ass down through that shit. Yeah. Look, the Vogue ain't no fucks either. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna meet with him, have some Man, T.I. have some demands or some something. Or give a heads up. Look, I'm gonna meet. I'm meet I'm the president. I'm talking to him about this. This is what we're gonna talk about. Right. Don't come out with some um. Well, oh, uh, it was oh. a good meeting. Some cats jumped over a fence. And saw some dogs. He's a good guy. Bro, bitch, please come on, man. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, guess who? Since we on the president, uh, President Obama going out like fuck you. Two fingers in the air. He started his first pardons. Uh, over sixty people. Mm-hmm. 200 reduced sentences uh, One of them was the uh, The transvestite Transsexual what, How you say it? Transvestite? I don't fuck with it Yeah there, The girl her, her name now is Chelsea mm-hmm. She was arrested Got uh, the judge sentenced Over 35 years For espionage She released a whole bunch of uh, Secret He she released a whole bunch of secrets Government secrets But none of them affected United States security It just told the truth About what really Fucking happened Yeah So You know what I'm saying Because they released The shit Oh your ass Getting locked up You weren't supposed To tell these motherfuckers What's really going on <laughs> Really it's, Oh yeah So uh, uh, President Obama Commuted her sentence And uh, she be out in May Well alright And along with A whole gang Of other people I'm not even gonna Try to go down that list Cause it was a lot So Expect more by the end of this week. 
I'm sure. I'm sure. Let me throw this petty uh, news in real quick. Let's go. You know, man. We was talking about the uh, the playoff games and whatnot, and you know the 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 Seahawks played the Falcons mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you how petty the Atlanta Falcons are, or the city of Atlanta is. The city in general and the and the whole fucking state. The whole fucking state. <laughs> Shit. On a, on a, on a playoff game, playing the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. You know. Russell Wilson is the quarterback. Right. They decide to invite Future to come to the football game in Atlanta. You know, Future from Atlanta. Right. That's right. cool. But they got this nigga on the sideline <laughs> of the game. <laughs> and not only is he at the game on the sideline, for those that don't know, Future is <laughs> Russell Wilson's wife's baby father. So, Future's on the sideline while Russell's playing. They got his face on a Megatron every third, fourth minute. <laughs> and every time out, they're playing future songs. <laughs> future ain't no better. He sent a baby jersey to Atlanta Falcons to Russell and to his son. He did what? He sent a baby uh, Atlanta Falcons jersey to his son. Damn. <laughs> That's just the, I mean, Talking about getting in the motherfucker's head. He in the playoff game. He got your motherfucking wife's baby father on the sideline. Picture up on a mega screen. Playing dirty Sprite every two minutes. <laughs> I just fucked your bitch in some Gucci flip flops. Like, come on, man. I can't focus. They ain't getting no fucks. They didn't get no fucks. Yeah, was Atlanta petty as fuck. Atlanta super petty. I mean, we already knew that. But Atlanta just made sure you knew. Yeah. We them boys. <laughs> we petty, goddammit. Fuck them cowboys. We the petty kings. Took them out the game. Um, so Antonio Brown ass will be punished from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Because he going to Facebook live Mike Tomlin's speech after the game. Yeah, he crazy for that. Let me tell y'all why he got in trouble for this. Because one, you're not supposed to have cameras recording during uh, the coach's speech, for one. You're supposed to be paying attention. Two, Mike Tomlin just said a whole bunch of assholes. <laughs> he called the motherfucking Patriots. Fuck them assholes. Come down there and whoop them assholes. He said assholes 32 times in the speech. <laughs> yeah, he was he was, he was uh, adamant about his his words towards it, the Patriots. Fuck them. <laughs> That's what he said. Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> so he had to, Tumblr's had to come apologize. He said, uh, Antonio Brown will be punished. Here's my thing, people, that you can take from this. There's always in a place and a time to Snapchat, Facebook Live, IG, record, it's always a place and a time. My rule is, if it's something that's amongst the friends that should just be kept amongst the friends, keep yeah. that shit on group chat. What happens in this house stays, stays in, in this, this motherfucking house. house. Yeah. Don't be putting this shit all over social media. Guess what? They don't give a fuck. We just want to troll the motherfucker. I'm just saying, and the thing is, no, the thing went on for 17 minutes. Nobody saw this man with his phone out. Nobody no, questioned him about was, that. Yeah, they was in the camera with him. He was yeah. behind the thing. I'm like, bruh. Come on, home. Yeah. But Come they're not going to suspend him because, you know, they need this this. They victim. need his ass for the chip. They need his He's going to get team punished. Yeah. I mean, he's going to probably have to pay a fine from the, his own pocket to the team's dinner or something. 
take everybody out for lunch. He really don't give a shit. Tumbling meant what he said. Oh no, he ain't backing down. He he didn't mean. It. He's just like, I'm sorry. That I'm y'all sorry heard you it. heard this shit. <laughs> I still meant it. Yeah. Fuck them new niggas over there. Well, since we're still on football, uh, Aaron Rodgers caught a whole bunch of heat, even though he won this game and beat them Cowboys. Uh, he still caught a whole bunch of heat because in his personal life, come to find out, Aaron hasn't spoken with his parents in a long ass time since uh, two years. Damn. Uh, did you know his brother is the guy on The Bachelorette? I did not know that. <laughs> Jordan Rogers. Uh, yeah, so basically, Aaron, not Aaron, yeah, Aaron Rodgers started dating this chick, and the parents don't approve of it. Uh, uh, actress Olivia Munn. Mm-hmm. And it was some falling out, and he ain't spoken to his parents or brother since. One of his brothers spoke up about it. The other brother said, I ain't saying shit. The daddy spoke up about it was pissed. Like, can't believe you desert your family or some shit like that. Family, fame can change things. He said, he does not think it's appropriate to talk about family stuff publicity. And public laundry is not what I, what I would have chosen, but it's good to have it all come out. Well, I mean, you know, people be sensitive about their hoes, man. They really are, man. You lose the friends over some hoes and family members. Facts. All facts. Facts facts. only. For real. That shit right there will break up homes and situations. What's so bad? It's just so much pussy in the world. How did you let these motherfuckers wreck your relationships that you've had for years? Well, I I mean, look, if if you're dating somebody and your, your, your folks don't approve of it, that doesn't tell. That doesn't force you to stop fooling with that person. That right. just lets you know where the people stand. Now, if your people are disrespectful and they're out of line, like they're adamant about you not fuck with them, like look, I just got to make a choice. Right. I'm happy where I'm at. If you respect it or check it. Right. So if they are not approving them so much, they ain't talking in two years. You got to look at your family. Like, look, hey, you got to respect who I'm with. Right. And if it don't work out, then you know it don't work out. But at the time being, look. This is where I'm at. This is where I'm at. Hey, you gonna rock with it or not? And he ain't talked to you in two years. Y'all need to say sorry or some shit. Cause some. He, he ain't fucking with you. He ain't fucking with you. He got the paper right now. So he ain't fucked up. He ain't fucked up, man. Man, oh, woo. Somebody called the fire department. <laughs> yeah, he got promo- commercials and shit. Yeah, yeah. Y'all better say, man, just go on and bring us a family dinner. We sorry. We sorry. Because he I, I obviously made his decision. Yeah, he, he know who he chose. You better be happy you're going to have some grandkids on. If you keep fucking around, you're going to miss out your grandkids. I'm not saying that he ain't pregnant. I'm just saying it's going to come. He win that Super Bowl. It's coming. <laughs> oh, yeah. She getting plugged up. She getting plugged up twice. She going to bust hole in condoms. Also, fellas, always check your condoms. Always check your condoms for holes. Because <laughs> these holes trifle. <laughs> you see how they did that with the holes and holes? How do you check your condom for holes? You can see when the motherfucker been tampered with a little bit. Okay, okay. Yeah, now you can't just use them worn out uh, condoms that you just had in your back pocket walking around the whole club and shit. Those are the best ones, though. But you, you know where they been. Okay. But the ones in your bed stand and shit that you just left there because you thought it was a safe place. Yeah. Check them bitches. Okay. Check the nightstand condoms, especially if she got access to your house or apartment, whatever your de- dwelling may be. I always recommend men bring your own condoms. Don't trust no female to just bring out a condom. 
My mama told me that at a young age. For real. You got to tell these niggas nowadays. Everybody's so in the raw dog now. It's ridiculous. Yeah, niggas don't even use condoms. <laughs> niggas don't even use condoms. Niggas don't even uh, use condoms. Everybody just raw dogging and eating eggs. I saw a post on social media today. It's like, uh, dudes are more worried about getting a chick pregnant than getting STD. I was like, that's facts only right there. That's straight facts. Niggas ain't All these facts. <laughs> All those facts. Like my pull-out game is undefeated. But what Jeez. about that that that, that, Ill. that package? What about that's that package? Undefeated. <laughs> right. It's it's never been defeated. Except by magic. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, let me tell you about this Sean Watch dick. It's called um Oh, what's the name? Uh Kemp Heights. The legend of uh, what's the best? What's the best ball player that got all the points that fucked all the bitches? Well, Chamberlain. Chamberlain Heights. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, one of our viewers, uh, shout out, Sharon. One of our viewers, uh, she told me about you got to watch this show, Chamberlain Heights. Watch this shit. It's a combination of South Park and Boondocks. Mm-hmm. And it don't hold shit back. They had this scene where they was running from some bullies. And this nigga's hood in the grave, hid in the graveyard. Okay. So they hopped in an open grave. That was just it was just dug up, but no one was in there yet. Yeah. They had Magic Johnson name on it from the day he was born to 1991. And they had 1991 scratched out. It just left the bitch open. I'm like, first of all, y'all petty as fuck. Just waiting for him. <laughs> just waiting for him. Like, well, he was supposed to die in 91, but <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? And then instead of Britney Garner, they had this chick named Bite Me Garner. This big buff bitch looked just like her, though. <laughs> I was like, y'all just petty as fuck, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's fucking just ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. 1959 to 1991. That's fucked up. That's fucked up, right? You go to my IG page. I posted a picture already. <laughs> it's all the way fucked up. Niggas got no motherfucking... Just just don't chill. That's Britney Grinder. I don't like her, bro. <laughs> then they had Britney Grinder out there. Uh, click. You know how uh, Puff clicked them bottles? Bad boys. Yeah. They had Brittany Grinder clicking uh, glass dildos together. Talking oh, about, we no. coming for you. I was like, what the fuck is happening on this show? I never heard of that show. So, uh, yeah, Chamberlain Heights, if you ain't seen it, it's, it'll blow your fucking mind. I, I got through three episodes barely. That shit's wild, even for me. I'm going to get drunk and watch it again. I got to finish my season. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> it was a funny show. It's crazy. Well, uh, yeah. What was he talking about? I got off track. Um, I don't know. Magic Johnson. Oh, niggas don't use condoms. Niggas don't use condoms. That's yeah. what he's talking about. Yeah. Take condoms. Take condoms. Take condoms. Yeah. All right. This is Jay. No, it's not. I'm put that in the music section. They go to music, music. All right, I do. I got one more story for this. One. Uh, violence invo- involving law enforcement is spreading across the nation. According to the Washington Post database, which reported 963 people shot and killed by police in 2016. With tensions between police and communities on edge, there's a push to better understand police standoffs and the decision to pull the trigger. Sentinel Solutions has developed a first-of-its-kind, patent-pending, American-made, 
alternatives to the contentious and controversial body cameras a gun with a gun mounted camera. So instead of having the normal uh body camera that is, comes on thirty seconds after the uh thirty seconds pre records for thirty seconds after the officer hit the button. Mm-hmm. This mounted gun camera, as soon as you unhustle your pistol, the camera comes on and it's pointing in the direction you pointing your gun. Mm. And that's the new thing that they say is going to revolutionize the community. Uh, it's going to change the way law enforcement see each other. What do you think about a gun-mounted camera versus the body cam? I I don't know how. I mean, I guess if you point a gun at a person, you have the person in your sight. But what happens when a kickback or... You know, uh, nigga dead. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know, but I guess I guess when you un- take your gun at the holster, the camera comes on. But here's my thing: use both. Both is good. More cameras, you can't you can't knock more cameras. <laughs> you can't knock it at all. Put one on the side of the car. Like put a camera on. The, what, what's the rule? Why you just got the dash cam? Why can't you put one on the side? Like of the they car? had back, we reported a couple episodes ago when. In Alabama, that was lifting up the hood, right? On the, the cop to block car, the cop. to block the the dash Careful. cam. Yeah. What's what's wrong with putting one on the side mirror? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or put one like I'm all for the more. Uh, I hated some. It has to be this way, but I'm sorry to my good brothers in the in the blues, but everybody don't do right. I was thinking about this about a week ago. You remember how we was reporting like every week there was a police shooting. Mm-hmm. Because it was. And, you know, every week we had an incident where somebody was shot and on. But ever since the selection thing popped off, you don't hear shit about a cop shit. Oh, they stopped shooting niggas or they not reporting about oh, it? Oh, they not reporting about it. Like, Is it one or the two? I, I'm pretty sure because they've been shooting niggas for years. So yeah. either they just stopped reporting on it. And I think, in my mind, Unless I think. Unless a cop gets shot. I think they. I think they gassed it up so much. I'm not saying gassed it up, but they just they just they put a battery in the back of these police shootings to to uh, have an agenda Either to make you numb to it, like we feel about Delph now, like you said earlier yeah. in the show by Kravlo Dollar. Make or, you numb to it, like okay, cop got shot by somebody. Yeah, or to or to uh, for this president election, whoever's agenda was like gun control or uh, police brutality or whatever the case may be, but. Nobody's reporting on shootings no more. Nobody. You don't hear shit about it. No Damn. footages, no outrage, no marches, no Ferguson. Like, nothing happening no more. So yeah. you tell me that I shoot niggas no more? Right. I'm pretty sure niggas getting shot. I'm pretty sure. So, I mean, the media so fucked up. So fucked. And did you hear about North Dakota? Nuh-uh. Oh, they're trying to make it a, uh, pass a law where you can run over somebody that's standing in the middle of the street. <laughs> I said, oh, okay, you want to stand there, huh? Well, let's see if we can make a law around this shit. Yeah. Now, that's not official, but it is. It's, it was uh, brought up. What happened to the chick that shot the dude, uh, the female cop that shot the dude, that had a helicopter going around, reported, and she shot the guy, said he was armed, he was on some stuff, whatever. Uh, she, got, uh, she actually got fired. She got five, but, but she, she got charged with manslaughter. But right. then she gave it, got convicted. I ain't gonna tell you. Nobody says Trump about president. That. Trump president elect now. Nobody give a shit. Nobody give a fuck. <laughs> we back to killing niggas again freely. It's Woo! It's no problem. It's gonna be a good four years. <laughs> it's, 
it's a problem for me. It's a motherfucking problem for me. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't pass the smell test. It really don't. You stinky as shit. Yeah. What? Stinky than the grandma's diaper. Just all bad. That's nasty. Anyway, anything else? That's all I got, dog. Alright. Shout out Jai. Her favorite episode of uh American Dad is on Hot Tub. With CeeLo. With CeeLo. I swear this is her favorite episode. <laughs> it was a sexy episode. It's a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> this shit funny as shit. Alright, uh anything else? That's all I got, dog. Alright, cool. Hey, let's take a quick commercial break. Yeah. Shot, we'll be right back. Tippy bartenders. My good people, my good people. It's your boy Cordy Dosecki, and I'm here to tell you about a great deal from Papa Top Wine, Spirits, and Beverages at 1901 South University, Little Rock, Arkansas. Go in on Thursdays and get 20% off all wine that's not already on sale. Not only that, the weekly specials they have are fucking bananas. Go in, mention Power Lunch Hour, and have a great night. You're going to enjoy it. Papa Top, Wine, Spirits, and Beverages, 1901 South University. Now let's get back to the show. We're back. We're back, we're back, we're back. Act two. Hope that was a good break for everybody. Real quick, real quick. We're back. We back at it. And you know what time it is. Music news. Yeah. Oh, shit. Where I want to start? I'm going to go with this one. Because we talked about it last week. Well, a few weeks. You know the Chris Brown Soldier Boy beef. It's supposed to be boxing in March. <coughs> Soldier Boy got Floyd Mayweather as his trainer. You know, that's what we fight in Dubai. They want to try to get it in Dubai because, you know, uh, boxing rules is not going to let them have it in the United States. Oh, really? Yeah, they're not real fighters. I mean, <laughs> shit. They're not legitimate. <laughs> they're yeah. trying to get it for profit, too. Damn. Yeah, that pay-per-view laws ain't going to work. Them boxing laws ain't going to work here for that shit. I didn't know that. Yeah, so they trying to find a spot to have it. But since Soldier Boy got Floyd Mayweather... Chris Brown went and got Mike Tyson. Yeah. And Mike Tyson taking his training job very seriously. Okay. He even made a song about it. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, if you've not heard this song, please just go to YouTube and type in Mike Tyson. It'll be the first song that pop up. Mike Tyson decided to do a video where he talked shit about Soldier Boy and Floyd Mayweather. Said, I'm going to train him how to knock your ass out. Damn. Says uh, Chris Brown gonna make you shit your pants. Uh, you know, you show up, you gonna get knocked the fuck out. It's basically what he said through the whole damn two minute thirty second video. But here's the caveat. Here's the beauty of it. Yeah. Through the whole video, nothing but bad bitches and bikinis and looking good. Mm. Some bad chicks in that motherfucking video. <laughs> so. You ain't really listen to Mike. You listen to Mike Tyson laughing along, but you get to see some pretty women. Except for that chick who decided she wanted to do her hair blonde, and she blacking at midnight. I don't know why she went with that motherfucking me, uh, Wesley Snipes look from uh, that motherfucking movie, Sylvester Stallone. But hey, go for it. It's a contrast. Get a good contrast. Contrast. And she dark and with blonde hair, you know, it stands out more. Yeah, that shit stood the fuck out. Now, she was bad. She was looking good. 
But that damn blonde hair was fucked up. <laughs> it really did. It looked bad. So if y'all need a good laugh, please go to YouTube right now. Pause the show. Go to YouTube. Look at it. Come back. Fucking hilarious. You're going to laugh. I promise you, you're going to laugh. <laughs> and whatever you do, people, for the year 2017, do not wear a black thermal and a red uh, skull cap. I ain't put my red skull cap on since I seen Soldier Boy catch that L. It's just sitting in my backseat of the car. Cold days. Cold days. Cold days. And I ain't wearing my black shirt. I had my black shirt on, black thermal on today. Mm. Like, mm-mm. What I'm not going to do is wear anything red hat to go along with it. Wear this Chicago Cubs hat. Salute my Cubs. And white socks. Uh, What else I got? All right, uh, hold on one second. Quick, quick little pause, people. Quick little pause. Hmm. Shit, homie. Yeah. Okay. All right, we back. Sorry, technical difficulties. <laughs> one of my mics was acting up. All right. Uh, Daryl Textone Campbell has been taken into custody on Monday in connection with the shooting, which left Brooklyn rapper Roland. Troy Av Collins injured and his bodyguard Ronald Banger McFadder dead. Uh, Textor's DNA was found on the gun used in the violent Ivory Palace encounter from last year. The evidence was apparently discovered on a 9mm Keltec semi automatic handgun trigger, hand grip, and magazine. So not only did you not wear gloves when you loaded your bullets, you didn't wear gloves when you pulled the pistol. <laughs> you just weren't professional in your shoot. So they found a gun with his DNA on it? Yep. Damn. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure they already had the gun, right? Right. I'm just saying, like, it's been it's been almost a almost a year. Almost a year. It's taking so long, right? Yeah. We had an election. You remember what you said earlier? Mm-hmm. A lot of this shit we played down because we don't want to cover the headlines. Gun reform. Yeah. Why are these niggas in New York with guns anyway? Well, they said he he was originally approached uh, by all these uh, agencies because he had a federal uh, warrant from having the possession of a gun being a felon. And then he had uh, evidence, I guess, towards that case. Right. But then social media heard about him being arrested it. Uh, arrested it. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, where you from? <laughs> I arrested it. Arrested it. Had <laughs> been arrested, and they said that uh, why now that they will bring up the fact that he was involved with it? They thought Troy Ave was snitching, and so they started putting like all types of uh, rat emojis on the Troy Ave social media page. Right. And then you know him and Wax One Hundred were been into it, so they said Wax was snitching on him. Right. So Wax put a video out like I ain't snitching on nobody, but. It just seemed odd that after this long a period of time that he would be approached on some shit like that. I mean, it's New York, man. They they live by their different rules, man. They don't really give a fuck. They come after you when they want you. Yeah. <laughs> like, eh, we need to clear some shit off our dockets. Let's rest these niggas over here real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get some more evidence. They're saying that uh, some video footage finally came forward saying that Textones and Troy Avels arguing with in the green room, and that's what started. So they try to make they try to pin it all on Textone. That's fucked up because Textone have really, got a really good move going on right now. 
and he's a podcast member. Salute my podcast members. Yeah, so he really he really uh, making some waves right now. But you know, you can't you you really got to leave that that dumb shit alone when you making some like some some positive moves and shit. You got to leave that shit alone. And you already served time for uh, attempted weapons possession and attempted robbery. So that's not a good look, Tex. And it's no. it's not a good look just period to be involved in that situation. I understand New York a grimy motherfucking place. Gotta keep your street care, gotta keep it real, but you motherfuckers need to get smarter and hire some better shooters. This is fucking ridiculous. At least Troy Ave bodyguard took a bullet for him. Shit. I know Troy Ave got shot again. Yeah. And put his past December. Yeah. Yeah, shit. Fifty Cent paid the ass when took a picture with him. You gotta keep your head down, man. Man, stay out there, bullshit. You know, some people people getting the most drama, and and I this is not like I got time today, cause it's just my little mini rant. You gonna fix your? You gonna put your uh, little nugget of I got time in with the show? Just a little nugget, just a small. Okay. We are grown ass men, and I'm gonna say we. I'm talking about everybody over the age of 21. Mm-hmm. And I know I said 21, not 18. Because 18, 21 is some fucked up years. You're still trying to find your way and shit. Trying to figure out. Really, he's trying to figure it out to 30. But by 21, you got a good, solid direction for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know conflict resolution. That's my word today. <laughs> you know the shit. I mean, it's been many a times we can easily get in an argument with somebody in the club and you can walk the fuck away. Like, I can tell you the times I've had to actually fight. And you know my mouth is bad. I I just I can walk the fuck away. It's not that serious. Quit trying to prove you got nuts in these clubs, people. Cause you know what I'm saying. These bullets got no names on them. You will have your mama singing at your funeral and crying at your motherfucking funeral because you chose to have nuts that day. Right. I mean, learn when learn when to fight your picky battles. Choose your battles wisely. And this is where they could have been avoided because you could have actually injured more people than the people you did. I mean. Shit's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, a couple of uh, bystanders got shot. Yes. It's fucking ridiculous. So, Pinky Battles wisely, man. Uh, my heart go out to the young man, Banger. Bad nickname, but... Hey, shouts out to your family, man. I hate that you had to lose your life over some senseless violence that I'm sure could have been avoided by both artists since they actually were in the same green room together. I mean, if you can't mentally come together as men, there's some problems going on. Something else you mad at. It's either pussy, money, uh, or ego. Three things that usually cause somebody to get shot. Right. So, you need to figure that shit out. And y'all two got, y'all live, y'all city, as big as everybody think it is, is not. It's too goddamn small for you motherfuckers to be. It's just stupid. It's senseless violence, man. It's just, I, I don't condone it at all. Unless you actually protecting your life or your family. I don't condone just, just the senseless shooting of violence of anybody, man. Real talk. Right, that's Unless real. you defending y'all. So, I don't know, fellas. We got to get our shit together. I'm sorry. This is 2017. They don't want us here, people. They do not want us here. When you get that through your head that you are not wanted here, you figure that shit out. Because they're not going to cry we. Nobody gave a fuck. At all. At all. I mean, god damn. 
Why you make it easy for these motherfuckers? I just don't get it. Swear I don't get it. Anyway, but yeah, that's my two music stories. Well, J. Cole dropped a, uh, another song uh, on Monday. On Mother's King Day. Shout out J. Cole, I didn't even know. High for Hours. <laughs> and it's a it's a dope track because it, it I mean he's actually he he's actually speaking about how the concept of the song basically how he uh spoke to the president and the president was telling he was telling the president he should have done more for for people. He was telling him like, yo, it's politics shit. I can't do everything that I want to because of politics and he was like, But you can if you keep pushing. So it was really basically saying how the system fucked up. How he, you know, approached the president about, you know, doing better things. And he's like, look, my hand's tied, basically. Yeah. And just just bringing light to a lot of situations that's going on with what we can control. Uh, but it's a, it's a dope track. Uh, high Did you for see hours, the picture? J. Cole, or what? All the uh, hip-hop artists in the White House, in the Oval Office, taking a picture. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, the, uh, the meeting you was talking about J. Cole was J. Cole, Kelly, the gang of the hip-hop artists. Dope picture, man. I was like, you would never get to see that for a long time. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to not happen again, but you ain't going to see it for a while. So I applied Obama for inviting them niggas. Yeah, they invite you niggas to come talk to me and tell me you don't like me. I'm mad I ain't do more for my community. You know, uh, President Obama's track, a fan of, uh, he's a fan of, of hip-hop. So Yeah, he's a fan of J. Cole. He really is a fan of it. He mentioned it. Speaking of Obama, mm-hmm. I finally saw the Netflix movie Barry. Okay. All right. All right. Here's my thing. Um, dope movie. It gave you the intro into when he first moved to New York and started college there. And uh, the struggles he was going through and identifying himself as a man being black and white. And just try to find his place in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this first girlfriend, I guess, in college there. My thing was, though, where the fuck is the rest of the story? They didn't finish it. The whole movie, he was dating a white girl. They ain't never said a woman shell came from or none of that shit. Right. And I'm like, bruh. Bro, did you just do a movie about Barack Obama and just leave out Michelle and have him dating this white girl this whole movie? <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Are you fucking serious right now? That was gonna be my I got time today, cuz. But you didn't mention three possible you got time today. Well, I was I was angry this week. Do you have a I got time today? I got two more. Okay. I don't I don't it was just one of the weeks where, you know, my motto lately is no matter what, keep pushing, stay positive, keep going. This is not the end of your journey. Mm-hmm. And that was just shit. That, 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 that was annoying to me, though. Because I'm watching the movie. I'm dope. I'm like, ooh, this is good. All right, where you going to meet Michelle at? Where Michelle at? All right, where you going to meet Michelle at? All right, how you going to pull Michelle? Is that Michelle? No, that's not Michelle. That's not Michelle, no. He went to a party, got his ass stolen. I'm like, oh, that's Michelle. No, that ain't Michelle. That ain't Michelle. Where, where Michelle at? Mm-hmm. Whole time they never seen fucking Michelle. Damn. I was mad at the motherfucker. I was a little disappointed. It's a thing. It's, it's Barry. It's gonna be the story of his life. The actor played that motherfucking part down to a T. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. When I tell you had uh, Barack Obama's, President Barack Obama's walk, talk, he had that shit down to a science. But, uh, yeah, they didn't feel to tell a story. So, hopefully, it's going to be more another movie, maybe, like a Barry 2. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Because you're going to have to give me more. Because that shit ended like uh, to be continued. Motherfucker, where's the rest of this story at? Nigga, where Michelle at? Where the fuck is Michelle? Yeah. Because <laughs> you fucking with me. You fucking with me. But I did get to see how the picture was made where he was smoking that blunt with the hat on and shit like that. They did explain that. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, that was dope. Where Michelle at, though? Where, where, where the fuck Michelle at? So, yeah. It was dope, introspective from the bottom. Anyway, sorry. That's my little tidbit on the bottom. I was going to mention it earlier, but I forget. So, Kodak Black was on uh, The Breakfast Club a couple days ago. No! Shit! What's wrong? <laughs> I remember now. I didn't watch it, but I saw the memes. Yeah. So, this nigga's on The Breakfast Club. He got a whole ski mask on. He ain't showing his face. At all. He said, you ain't going to make me a meme in 2017. Yeah, he was like, uh, no face, no case. Like, he just got out of jail, whatever. So, um, he mentioned once he got out of jail, he was like, he'll fight Lil Wayne. I saw that. To prove that he's the best rapper alive. Didn't he put a price on it? Like, five mil? I don't know. I ain't see that. He said, he he did a little video on Instagram and Snapchat. Talking about fight Lil Wayne. Yeah, he said fight Lil Wayne to, to prove that he's the best rapper alive. I'm like, what's fighting got to do with it? What fighting does not prove you the best rapper alive at all. You know? I know many rappers that get that ass whooped but can spit mini balls. Yeah, so he was. If you ain't never, if you didn't see the interview uh, of the Refs Club with Kodak Black, the boy is mentally challenged. I'm I'm here to prove that he's he's yeah. not right because <laughs> it was the worst interview ever. What? what I've seen. Like, he wasn't answering no questions. He was just like, either he was high or he was just mental. But it was the worst interview ever, bro. Ever since he dropped that phone in the shower, man, his whole self esteem went low. I heard about that. They were talking about that shit, too. I didn't see it, though, no, but. I, I didn't see the video of that one. I just seen the, the jokes. They did, the, like, a mean little four panel mean. Like, ah, he's doing FaceTime. Then he like, oh shit, drop the phone. Then he looking for his phone <laughs> in the bottom of the shower. But you can see that, so thank God. But <laughs> I don't, I don't know what's wrong with that boy. Yeah, something wrong with that dude. Something, that boy need prayer. That's just like, I mean, it's, I mean, he's not the only one. There's a lot of mental, cha- mentally challenged rappers out there right now. He's not the only one. The take, interview was horrible. It was. But I don't see what what fighting has to do with. Proving that you're the best rapper alive. You know, and why are you coming at Lil Wayne? Like in this world star generation, uh, I think everything's gonna be solved through a fight, and that's not the type of fight that's gonna solve your situation. I mean, you're gonna have to fight, but you're gonna have to fight mentally, not physically, all the time. Quit just thinking you're gonna go to your hands and solve this problem because at the end of the day, y'all both gonna leave with some knots on your motherfucking head, and the problem won't be resolved. This is not old school where we not, we come back, we still friends the next day. Let's go ride these bikes. It's not that no more. Motherfuckers is killing families, drive-by shootings, killing kids. This shit is fucking ridiculous. I don't know if this generation where you thought you getting your nuts up by fighting the motherfuckers going to prove that you relevant, but 
It's fucked up in this world star generation. Well, I appreciate it. They going to fighting instead of like I'm a shoot. I'm a shoot. Yeah. I mean, fighting is is. I appreciate a good fight. I appreciate like, a good. fight. If you want to knock with a nigga, hey, I I admire that. But to fight to prove you the best rappers, it doesn't make sense. It's like eating cheeseburgers trying to be on the best diet. Like it doesn't it doesn't correlate to each other at all. At no, all, it doesn't make no damn sense. No, not not a lick. No, no. Boy, read a book. Invisible Man. That was uh, Brock's uh, nickname, Invisible Man. Because he read the book where outside of a basketball game. Anyway. Anything else? No, that's all I got, dog. Already. You know what time it is? Oh, wait. I want to shout out Childish Gambino on the album. Uh, I heard a couple of tracks off that bitch, Finally. And that goddamn red bone is my shit. <laughs> that red bone go hard. That's my shit. It reminds me of some old school funk. I think I couldn't get into it. I tried a couple times. I just gotta sit down with it. Yeah. I gotta sit down with no distractions because I can't get I could I couldn't get into it. Yeah, that red bone was the shit. I guess it wasn't what I expected. So It never is with childish can be no. You really never know what you gonna get. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> it started off with just music, right? Like an old school Temptation album. It just music for like two minutes. Then they get into the songs or some shit. I heard the beginning. I just heard different people's interpretations in my three songs. It's a, it's a funk album. Mm. It's a funk album. That's why I like Red Bone. Yeah, so I, I wasn't. Where the rapping at? <laughs> I'm going to hear these bars. Yeah, where the rapping at? <laughs> Alrighty. Well, you know what time it is. Fix my life. Bum bum bum. <laughs> Dear Power Lunch Hour. I bought my eleven year old daughter a cell phone. My ex does not approve. We have been divorced for six years and he still can't get over it. He despises me. He refuses to listen to why I want her to have a cell phone. While I want her to be responsible with it, I realize she will make mistakes, which she already has by being on her phone too much. Parentheses, it has been taken away from her once. Close parentheses. I want her to carry the phone with her in case of emergencies. If it is not, if it is confiscated at school, her dad would no doubt tell me I told you so. Should I abide by his wishes and now allow her to have the phone? Or do you have... Or do you think my points are valid? Sign, mom with phone issue. 11 years old is kind of young. It's kind of young. What extracurricular activities is she doing outside of school that she need a phone? Right. And it's already been taken away from her. You didn't say who took it away from her, but it's already been taken away. Um, Here's what I would do. See, I got these problems. Get that bitch a flip phone. (laughs) Real quick and easy on that ass. Or or get her data plan. Yeah. Real easy data plan. She can't be she can't go IG hard. Well no, that data doesn't the data plan doesn't work because uh I know you buy a a child a data plan, they'll blow that data real quick. Oh, here's the beauty of the new data plans now. Right. That, now that you got the family plans, mm. once you can set a limit on that on your uh child's phone, the kid's phone, mm. it cuts off. Yeah. 
<laughs> number four seven emergency phone calls to nine one one. That's it. Yeah, I just think eleven is a little young, but it's a lot of pressure for right. kids these days to have a phone because everybody has a phone. Everybody has a phone, and, and this year, look, girl, you don't want your girl to be the only without one without a phone, a phone you know, being saying? that person. So but, I get that. Yeah, but you need to limit that shit. She eleven. She don't need to be talking to no goddamn body but me. Yeah, daddy. Um, now who you calling? My homeboy uh, Jay. He just gave his two girls. Cell phones for Christmas. They got two numbers in there. Mama and Daddy. They call the <laughs> shit out of Mama and Daddy. Because <laughs> that's the first two people they got. Mom, what you doing? Where you at? You on your way home? <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's worse than a wife. Shit. <laughs> Kids checking in. <laughs> and he got two girls. So, you know, he catching him. <laughs> yeah. I think this is a little young. But, yeah. you know. Uh, I get the safety in it. But it got, it got to come with some responsibility. I mean, that's young, though. I ain't get my first cell phone. Well, I'm old. So cell phones weren't just really popping, popping. Yeah. But that Zach Morris was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't get my first phone until I was like 16. That's because technology really, really catching up. Unless you had that suitcase of cell phone. Yeah. I, I, had, a, I had a pager until I got a senior in high school. <laughs> And then I got my first cell phone. My sh- first shit was the suitcase cell phone. Then I got that thick ass cell phone. It's the Nokia. Was no, it was the Motorola. Yeah, that thick ass Motorola. And then it was I was Samsung ever since. Yeah, but we ain't have the all the functions that they have these no, days. No, we ain't got that video so, HD camera. It's kind of it's kind of. I don't want my daughter being a thought. Yeah, it's kind of touch and go with the, <laughs> yeah. with the, with the cell phones these days because the world is so accessible. Like, you can get mm-hmm. to the world through this cell phone. 11 years old is kind of young. It's very young. You can see so much on these damn phones. So, I'm not saying don't listen to him, but take heed. If you want her to have a phone for emergencies, get her a phone for emergencies. You can't do shit but for emergencies. For emergencies. Don't yeah. do that extra shit. She can take pictures all day. She just ain't got no data plan to send them bitches off. <laughs> shit, right. she can save them to her computer. <laughs> shit, but, hey, I don't know. It's real tricky with kids and cell phone now. Yeah, these days, you don't really need a data plan because Wi-Fi is, like, Wi-Fi is stupid right So you now. can Wi-Fi the bitch up. So you got to just be on their phone. On their shit. Let me young. I'll wait to 13. Yeah. I really would. Wait till they start going to band or yeah, sports, sports or yeah. uh, something got to be extra outside of school. Yeah, they stay in the 5, 6 o'clock after school and like, oh, mom, did you forget to pick me up? Exactly. Oh, shit, my bad. I'm on my way. Something like that. And have a conversation with your child about cell phones. I know it's hard to talk to some of y'all kids because you feel uncomfortable about it. But you're going to have to have these real conversations about cell phone usage and the predators out there that use it wrong, whether you like it or not. It's like it's the stranger danger talk all over in 2017 with Uh a cell phone. Real. It's real. These motherfuckers prey on these little girls. Yep. So dad's not wrong. You're not wrong either. But I need to, as parents and as adults, you two grown-ass motherfuckers need to figure it out. It shouldn't be this back and forth. He despises me. I can't stand him. 
You motherfuckers as parents, it's not about you two no more. Y'all not fucking no more. Let the shit go. Focus on your child. It's fucking ridiculous. So that's my point on it. Yeah. I think I got that. Okay. <clears throat> Dear Paul on Chavo, I have an unusual problem. I'm a very accident prone person. Over the past several years, I have been in a cast many times, sometimes for long periods. My friends constantly tease me about it when I, when what I'd really appreciate is a little compassion and maybe a little help while I'm recovering. How do I let these people know that their teasing is hurtful? Signed, Wendy in California. Um, you get tired of that shit. Like... <laughs> You always you always hurt? You always hurt, motherfucker? You always hurt? You could be friends with us. No. Our, our friends are ruthless. No, we, we gives no fucks. We gives no fucks. You can break your goddamn leg, we still gonna roast the shit at you. Yep. And help you along the way. Yeah, once you once you once you recover or in recovery process, we're gonna right. roast you about your injury. Yeah, it's gonna happen. The first time, okay, damn, that's fucked yeah, up. That's the fucked second up. time, dang, again, yeah. after that, look, hey bro. We might be tired of your motherfucking ass. <laughs> you need to you need to put yourself in like you a bubble. You need to get some glasses. <laughs> Cause your ass is blind as shit. You didn't see that pothole? Wrap yourself in saran wrap and some bubble wrap bubble or some shit. Some shit. No, <laughs> we ain't got time for your ass limping around in yeah, a boot. Nigga, we got bills to pay too. Nobody got time to be helping your sickly ass, needy attention. And these ass. jokes gonna help you stop getting yourself injured. Yeah, you're gonna be paying more attention to what the fuck you doing. Yeah. Cause at this point, if you that many times, that many times, yo, that's it's accident prone and there's just you a clumsy motherfucker. You either need some glasses, take some ballet, something. You need some <laughs> balance ballet. in your life. <laughs> Shit, you need to learn how to balance. Some yoga, learn, learn how to fall. Yeah. Like, you know. Take martial arts. Mm. Take uh, ninjutsu. It will teach you how to roll when you fall. Yeah. You need to learn how to fall better. You need to learn to control your fall. Trust me, I know it sounds funny and it sounds like I'm being a smart ass. One of the best things I got from uh, ninjutsu when I switched from Taekwondo is that you learn how to fucking fall. Backwards, forwards, left, right, you gonna tuck and roll and pop the fuck back up. But you'll learn it, goddamn it, because your clumsy ass is gonna cause yourself a water hurt if not kill your damn self. Yeah, buy a cat. Buy a cat. Tell your friends, hey, I'm sorry, y'all. Just Y'all gotta quit picking on me. No, bitch, we gonna crack these jokes. Yeah, these jokes gonna come. These jokes coming. These are your real friends. You better be happy your friends cracking jokes and still help you. Because there's some other motherfuckers out here who won't even help you. Like, they won't even answer your phone call. Yeah, if you don't want these jokes, stop hurting yourself. Stop hurting yourself. It's simple. It's, it's real easy. It's not hard. All right, last one. Dear Power Lunch Hour, I am a healthy, somewhat older lady with a reasonable appetite who unfortunately sleeps alone. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> Consequently I have a few toys To help me on sleepless nights One of my biggest worries However Is that if I should expire My loved ones discover my toy collection After my demise They will be shocked 
I don't want to give up my toys, but I'm worried about what my loved ones would think of me should I cease to exist before my appetite decreases. Surely one of these days it will. But in the meantime, what happens if I die and they discover my secret? Sign, keeping a lid on it. Oh, that's easy. Mm-hmm. You really? Need, you need to tell your, your, your friend that if I die... I need you to tell me where your stash at. Right. If I die, I need you to just, just throw this shit away. Right. Nobody can find this shit. I'm something else. Have we not had this conversation? Several times. Where do you need to go? Cupboard. Yeah. Bedroom, top drawer. Gotcha. And that's it. I'm going to throw away all your dildos. I got nothing <laughs> else. I just got all porn. Like you, you need you need somebody to know where your stash you is. Gotta have your stash. So when if I die, I need you to clear my my uh my search feed, and I need you to throw away all my porn. All my porn. Shout out my rag. I love you to death. R.I.P. Rest. Uh, you my nigga. I got this porn collection still here. Yeah. Safe and secure. It's VHS, but I still don't say keep it safe. Yeah. But somebody needs to know where it's at. Yeah. That's their responsibility. That's your job. You don't need nobody to look at you different after you pass away because that's your job. Give your best friend a key to your house. If they get that call and you didn't make it, they know what they're supposed to do. Go straight to your house and clear out your stashes. Yeah. Clear out all your porn, all your all your sex toys, all your, all drugs, your creepy shit. Creepy shit. You know, bodies that you buried in the backyard. Little bitches that can't depend on you. Yeah. Yeah, so if you got a if you got something you worried about like that, you gotta assign it to somebody. You assign somebody jobs. I yeah. got two niggas assigned. Yeah. So yeah, real simple. Not only that, you a grown ass woman. Do what the fuck you wanna do in your house. When you die, you ain't gonna give a fuck about what they think you did. How many toys she got though? Is she that worried? She got about a lot. It? She gotta have a lot. She got a lot. She said it. She got a lot. And yeah. she ain't giving them up no time soon. Yeah. Cause she can't sleep sometime at night. Yeah. Well, it depends on the number of it. Like if you find one or two, you'd be like, okay, that's a healthy. But if you get like seventeen and you get like a, a twenty inch dildo, you know, that should be like, whoa. I think that's what she worried about. Yeah, the twenty <laughs> that twenty inch black dildo is serious right now. And she does not need that. Yeah, put somebody on on, on duty. Wrong duty. Yeah. If anything happens, you on call. This is your job. Janelle Monet has been putting in this work. Shout out Janelle Monet. Uh, she was in Hidden Figures. She's in Moonlight. I ain't seen Moonlight, but Hidden Figures was the shit. I asked my Moonlight earlier. I ain't heard nothing about it, but they want some shit. Yeah, it's about a street dude who uh, I think was sexually abused as a kid, ended up being gay, uh, come out or some shit, and uh, yeah. Yep. Oh. Told yep. you. Yep. Yep. On, on cue. On cue, right there, with that gay shit. Well, you, you know. it. No shade. Being, no shade. Be yourself. Being love yourself. black and being uh, love yourself. homosexual is, is like a stigma. Yeah, it is. So to put out a film about that, that's, I mean, that's groundbreaking right there. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, uh, do what you fucking want to do with your life. Don't let me, don't let, don't think we're judging you at all. I'm not. I don't give a fuck. 
My thing with 2017 is my own goddamn business. Yeah. That's every year, but still. I'm really adamant about it. Motherfuckers, motherfuckers lately have been sliding my DMs. Oh, I got a question. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go, Go ahead. What's your question? I got a question. This shit happened at work. My question to you is, if a per- if a dude walk up to you asks you if you gay, would you get mad? Nope. I'm going to say no. Keep the fuck going. Okay. I'm a good-looking dude. This shit is not the first time. It's not going to be the last. You got to have confidence to walk in your truth. Yeah. And whatever your truth is, you don't own it. Just shit. Walk in it, goddamn it. But shit. Uh, that was, I was at work and one of them. Just say no. One employee asked another one, is they gay? And he was ready to beat his ass. <laughs> like beat his ass. I, mean, I got. I got to you know calm the whole situation down. I'm like, why would you walk up to another person and ask them that? You know, and I, I understand what you're trying to do. Whatever it's your, it's your life, whatever. But right. you gotta know the backlash that's gonna come for that. Come if for that's that. not what they ask, especially in the south. Especially in the south. Especially in the south. That shit is not looked upon highly. So I was just like, you know. Got to know your studio audience. How would you How would you respond to that? Like, I've been approached a couple of times, so I'm not. A couple. I'm, I, <laughs> a couple. I've been approached a couple of times. A couple? You still going to go with a couple? Yeah, I'm going to go with a couple. Nah, nigga. You didn't ask some more plurals than that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so. I know two niggas right now. <laughs> <laughs> Never want to know what I am something else talking about. So, I understand. <laughs> How that how that how that comes about, but you don't have to get pissed off about it. Just Mm-mm. tell them where you stand and let that be that. Yeah, we grown. It's 2017. Now if it goes further than that, you gotta put yeah. motherfucker in their place. Right. <laughs> it's like that uh video you used to watch back in the day, the office uh <laughs> the office sexual harassment. Yeah. The white boy walked up to the black dude and said, Hey, Jim, heard you got a fat cock. Oh wow! <laughs> like hold the fuck up, <laughs> who the fuck you talking to? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I I just I you just gotta you know you gotta be comfortable with who you are, mm-hmm. and then you know let a motherfucker know where you stand. For real. After that, then you gotta take it somewhere else. But you can't off the rip want right. to be the motherfucker. As long as they don't put your hands on you, try to grab you in the probably you have no reason to go off the rip. Tell that motherfucker no. Said very sternly. Yeah. <laughs> Damn near borderline Andre 3000. Don't you ever, 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 ever try me again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you don't have to go left. It's it's 2017. People are more open, honest about themselves. And it, it finds a lot of people off guard. Uh, a lot of people feeling self conscious of themselves. Like, what did I do to make them think I was gay? Yeah. 2017, you can't do. It's not nothing you might have done. You just lived your life. You just doing what you do, but something about you is attractive to them. That's this world we live in right now, people. Donald Trump president. Anything happen? <laughs> shit, it's, it's just life, man. Shit, you gotta chill out with that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but oh, what I was saying was, hidden figures go hard. Yeah, go watch it. I'll get back to it in Act 3. I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah. It do go hard. Now, you ain't going to be able to watch Big Bang Theory for a week. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about Act 3. Act 3. I'll bring it up in Act 3. Anything else? 
any other music news or stories you got? Any letters written in? No. All right, good. Quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Shot to be bartender. What up, what up? It's your boy, I'm Something Else, to let you know about our great, great sponsors at Papa Top Wines, Spirits, and Beverages, 1901 South University. Now, Papa Top has the best deals in town on all your adult beverages. Now, if you need a little something to make your weekend a little bit nicer, or set the mood with your lady friend, or your guy friend, then talk to our great friends at Papa Top Wines, Spirits, and Beverages, 1901 South University. Let them know I'm something else from Powerlands Hours sent you, and have a great weekend. Now, let's get back to the show. I got time today, cuz. I got time today, cuz. You know what it is. Yeah. At three, we get it off our chest. Yeah. Purge, purge. Purge. I'm going to go first. Go ahead. Um, I don't know where I want to go first. Any, many, money. Choose the tiger by his toe. <laughs> if he holler, let him go. My mama told me to choose this one right over here. All right, we're going to go to the one on the left first. I got time today, cuz. What you got time for today, cuz? Not burping when I'm saying I got, I got time today, cuz. I ain't got time for that either. It, it fucks up my whole little delivery. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it really fucked me up right there. I thought that. I was about to die a little bit. Okay, well, death happens, B. You know what I'm saying? Niggas die every day, B. Look yeah. at Ed Low. He did. <laughs> Damn. Let fuck Ed Low. But <laughs> I'll see. I got time today, cuz. What you got time for today, cuz? All right. Oh, uh, I ain't gonna lie. You know, I'm a little hood. Okay, don't lie. Oh, I lie to hood. Uh, I bootleg shit. That's what I do. I'm poor right now. I can't afford to go to movies. Mm-hmm. And shit, I'm living my hermit life happily and peacefully. But I have apparatuses and skills and means to bootleg the hell out of shit. Here's my problem. Why are all the black movies so easy to bootleg and the white movies not? <laughs> right. This is some fucking bullshit, man. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I am something else. Yeah. See that? I saw that. You see that? I saw that. I did that, right? I'm not mad at you. Thank you. I caught it. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I'm something else. I bootleg movies. You do. You do. Watch the shit out of them. Like Happily like carefree. You be over here too watching. <laughs> I got to throw somebody out of the bus with yeah. me. But here's the thing. It is so easy to watch a bootleg black movie compared to a white movie. Hidden figures, collateral beauty, and fences. Yeah. Great bootlegs. Great. Excellent. <laughs> Felt like I went to the movies. Yeah. I'm mad at the motherfucking me. Uh, damn, I forgot his name that quick. Brian Fart, the nigga from uh, Big Bang Theory, Sheldon. Sheldon. I'm mad at Sheldon, right motherfucking that. I can't watch motherfucking Big Bang Theory without thinking about hitting figures right now. Because I'm still mad at Sheldon. Hmm. Motherfucker. He redeemed himself later, but he's still a motherfucker to me right now. He got down bad. Man, the disrespect he had, I just couldn't deal with. Yeah. I'm like, Sheldon, you was already racist on the show. He was racist on the show. But now he just made it like, bro, I can't. I know that was a joke. But mm. this shit real life now. You talking about my peoples. 
I'm tired of our. I'm not tired of our community bootlegging. I'm tired for it being so easy to bootleg the black movie. Right. Every black movie that's came out the last year has been very. Look at Soul Plane. No, don't use Soul Plane as an example. It wasn't a good black movie. It was not a very good example. You went from (laughs) Hidden Figures. I'm sorry, but Soul Plane. (laughs) The levels of bootleg was so real. uh, Soul Plane need to be bootlegged. Yes, Soul Plane shouldn't even went to theaters. It should be those. But straight. I love Soul Plane though, so I can't front. <laughs> Soul Plane was, was like amazing though. Man. It was so ratchet good. Dog. It was so ratchet. You yeah. gotta be high air drunk watching it. But here's my thing, man. They make it so easy for our shit to be so readily bootleg. I ain't gonna lie. If it's there, I'm 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 gonna take a part of. It. I ain't gonna start. I ain't no better than nobody else. I ain't claiming to be better than y'all. I'm just telling you I know better. But your search is not as hard. It's not as hard as all. I mean, the first click on the fire stick. Yeah. Go down, tick, click, boom. Mm. HD quality. We got you. We got you. It's nothing. Yeah. You try to watch that ragged-ass vampire movie that got out, the screen's still tilted to the left. Because, you know, niggas bootleg, though. Niggas bootleg, but God damn it, that wasn't a nigga. I'm pretty sure it was. No, he said the way. You can hear the way too. <laughs> okay, okay. He said like he was opening a bag of hot Cheetos. He chewed white. He chewed white. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what's chewing white? It's chewing white. It's like you, you, you speak. You speak like you white. What you mean, speak white? You chew was, white. How does that sound? You chew white. <laughs> but the clues he gave me was like this one: the brother's bootlegging this one. I okay. just, just because. I think he caught a call during the middle of the movie. No, no, no. Sound a little Asian. Okay. Either way, I'm mad that our movies are so easily to be bootlegged. They do not want us to be great at all. At all. They want you to get cut off at the box office so you don't make it be known that uh, a black actor leading a movie can actually lead a movie and carry it through the box office. Yeah. Hidden Figures has been two weeks number one number in the box office. One. In the box office. Olivia, salute my sister. Salute to you. You did that. She made sure that uh, people in uh, and moved to this California, LA, in the area, if you were underprivileged and could not afford to go to the movies, first come, first serve, I got you, baby. Mm, Come on. Come on, watch this movie. Yeah. I heard it's a great movie. It is good. It is a good. You're going to be angry. Okay. I'm going to tell you, you're going to be mad for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what you're going to be mad about. And this is what my got time today uh, stems from besides the bootlegging as well. But after watching this movie, it just further reminds you how much further we could be as a nation if we would just get the fuck along. Yeah. Not even get along, but understand each other. Mm-hmm. Understand that you have something that you might have for me that I can grow from, and I got something for you that you can grow from. Yeah. But no, we are so divided on shit. And yes, it was set in the sixties and seventies, but it's still so fucking true today. That, a lot of shit is still true today. It's still fucking true today. White people, you take care of your own. When it comes to hiring, firing, you make sure your cousin got a job, mm-hmm. not just any job. It's a middle figure salary job. You gonna get forty to fifty thousand a year easy, cause you gonna take care of your own. My black people, 
When we get in these positions of power, we have to recognize that we are in a position of power and can make a change towards our younger community. Yeah. You have to go through those intern programs. Reach out to these young African Americans and get them a position. Give them a foothold. That's your position as the pioneer. You have to lift your brother up. Yeah. Because if up, you don't, you, you no one else will. Put him back up. That's true. And and it's so sad that you see it all the fucking time. White people take care of their own. They gonna make sure they get a job or raise. Hell, somebody could be in line for that job to get a raise. Oh no, don't worry about it. We're not gonna hire them. We're not gonna promote them. We're gonna hire some of my friends. They take care of their own. We as a people that are put in the position of power have to make sure that we accept their responsibility and do due diligence towards their responsibility. Yeah. Reach back to your lower communities. Reach back to the people that you know have the talent or could possibly have the talent and help them out. I know it seems racist, but it's not. It's just good economics. <laughs> yeah. Help. You got to be mindful of that shit. And don't do it as, oh, this just a, he sags. He, you'll be surprised when you have an honest conversation with a person, especially a young black male, about money. Mm. Bruh, I get you this nice job. All you got to do is pull your pants up and put a polo shirt on. How much? So-and-so. Okay. Yeah. Motherfuckers going to do what they need to do to get this money. But you got to also make it accessible for us to get this money. We don't have to work these blue-collar, pussy-ass jobs all the time. You do not have no, no shade to the people that are working those. Don't right. get it twisted. Right. You working. You adding to society. You, getting your, you taking care of your family. I'm not hating on that. I'm hating on the opportunities you could have if another brother reached back and pulled you up. We do not do that in the black society. We talk about it all the time, but no one wants to do it. No. It takes a village, y'all. We cannot do this shit on our own. You have to work together with your fellow man and look for the future generation and make sure at least you made a foothold for them to grab up. I salute my parents and grandparents for making a foothold for me to grab up. And I try to make that for anybody that comes behind me. I mentor to my younger friend. I mentor to the young kids. Somebody needs something to do, they probably going to be over here just chilling on my couch complaining about their goddamn problems. But that's okay. That's what I'm here for. We as a people, especially black people, black men, we have to be conscious and aware of the things that we do and the impact we can have on our younger generation if we put in those positions that can help them. Because guess what? White America doing it all the time. Every day, B. Every day. So my I got time today because it's simply look out for your younger brothers. Look out for your brothers and sisters. Give a helping hand. You never know. That's going to reach out. And that job you give to them, it's going to go above and beyond what you probably your wildest dreams. You don't know where you're going to launch them to. But what you're giving them is a platform to launch from. from. That's all it is. Give them a chance. Some people going to fail. But I guarantee if you actually give somebody that's sincere a real shot, they are going to win. Not only are they going to win, they're going to exceed your expectations. And, uh, yeah, that's my first I got time today, cook.
Well, that's what's up. Yeah. So, you what's up, guy? Well, I got time today, cuz. He got time today, cuz. I don't like people. All right. Fuck them. Um, Except by uh, audience, we love you. Yeah, that's different. I don't like when I spoke about this earlier on my page. I don't like when I run into people that I, I haven't seen in a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember. that's how that pop. And that kind of bothers me though. Like right. if you run into somebody you ain't seen in a while, I think the standard conversation should be, "How you doing? I'm good. How you doing? I'm good." And yeah. Right. I think that's standard conversation because when people ask you how you been, it doesn't mean it doesn't give you the platform to announce all the things that you've done right. over the years. I just think that it's just it's a standard com a, a standard statement to be like, I ain't seen you in a while. What up? Right. I think most of the time when you run into people you ain't seen in years, they want to start boasting about all the stuff they've done. They just want to see if they're doing better than you in life. Mm. And I'm not here for that because they actually so after they, they they go down all the accolades of what they done over these last years since I last seen you, and they ask me what you been up to. Oh, nothing, you know, just just, just trying to make it. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna tell you everything I've done since I last because it's not a competition. It's not a pissing right. competition. Right. And from folks, if I ain't seen you in so many years, I really don't give a shit. Obviously, we're not friends. Right. We're just associates. I don't give a fuck when I say how you been. I don't care. I'm just saying that because that's standard practice. Right. So you ain't got to tell me everything you've done to make yourself look better in the light. Because I'm not judging you. I don't right. know you. You don't. What you eat don't make me shit at all. So when you when I say how you been, do not tell me everything that's been going on in your life. I don't give a fuck because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm just saying that because I ain't seen you in a long time. Just say right. you're good and keep moving. Right. So. I mean, like I hate to cut you off on your statement, but look, I don't, I don't give a fuck, sir. Right. You know, we're not, we're not in competition because I compete with myself. So you tell me all this shit you've been doing. It's not like making me like, oh, you the nigga. I'm just like, look, you, you, you sound kind of stupid right now. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to leave. So, and the games are coming on. So don't interrupt my goddamn playoff game because you're trying to tell me everything you've been doing. We're not friends. Right. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck, man. Just say I'm good and keep moving. See, I learned the hard way in uh, being in communications. People like to talk. Like, you say hi, hi, hi. Then they're like, how you been? You okay? You good? People, some people actually listen to when you ask, are you good? I'm like, yeah, no. I don't even give them that options. I changed the whole conversation. What's up? You good? You know, the quick one. You good? Yeah. Be like, yeah, I'm good. All right, have a good one. It's a blessing to see you. It cut all the extra conversation. The motherfuckers would tell you their whole goddamn life story when you ask them how you been. Everything. Every fucking thing that you do not fucking care about. Hell no. How long did you talk to him? Uh, I gave him about three minutes of my life. <laughs> three minutes is an eternity. Don't they follow you? Uh, I believe they do, yeah. You really do hate. You really hate people. I don't hate anybody. I don't hate nobody. You're right. You're right. You dislike people. I just don't like people. <laughs> people, 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 and, and you can't stop them from peopling. You know, that's like my first statement from the beginning of the show. I don't like organized groups. I'm a group of people publicly. And I don't hate you. I just don't like you. I don't want to be around that shit. You love groups of people, though. 
I'm a people person. Okay. I just don't really like a lot of group of people. I'm good at it. I yeah. flourish. You flourish in groups of people. I flourish in groups. I can strike up a conversation with anybody. It's not a problem. Yeah. It's just I don't like it when it becomes demanding of me in my time and energy. I like to crack my jokes. Bam, bam, bam. Okay, I'm out. Yeah. The extra having to get involved in people's lives and talking about their problems and shit. Yeah. I got like 10 friends. That's enough for me. Yeah. They holding, down, they holding it down very strong. Shout out usual suspects. But shit, I don't need no more. I'm good. I'm a fool over here. Not to mention family and friends. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel you 100%, dog. Nobody want the extra shit. Because we don't care. We don't. We don't care. We do not. Keep it short. I'm trying to move on. You ain't called me in a month of Sundays. Mm-hmm. The fuck we got to talk about? <coughs> I feel you, bro. I feel you. And so, did, did they say anything to you since then? <coughs> no, I ain't seen them. No. Fuck them. <laughs> well, I got time today, cuz. What you got time for today, cuz? All right. Um, all right, we as people, me and you, we're smart young men, right? Mm-hmm. We're smart individuals. That's a blessing and a curse. Um, When dealing with conflict, I had to deal with a little conflict over these last few days. I need to go through some shit. Mm-hmm. Uh. Key thing that people ask me, they kind of it starts driving you is, well, what's wrong? Now, when you first ask me what's wrong, I'm gonna say you, I'm good, bro, because we we don't have to do this unless you just like really want to get into what's wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm good, just going through some things. It's gonna be okay. No, nah, what's wrong? You can talk to me. Okay, you want to hear what's wrong? I tell you what's wrong. Here's what I don't want from you. Look, I don't want your conflict resolution. No. Nope, nope. I don't want you to nope. ask me, uh, well, what you going to do now? Bitch, I'm going through the problem right now. I don't know what the fuck I'm finna do. Yeah, it ain't right now. I'm going through it. Let me go through my shit first. And then, ooh, the worst thing. Don't give me no goddamn advice if you are not actually, have not actually been through the same, the same exact situation I'm going through. Mm. Don't offer me no goddamn advice. Don't offer me shit. Unless you are in, like, and I'm not saying don't say kind words, because let's let's scratch that. Because friends are going to give you well-meaning words and try to make you feel better. I'm not talking about y'all motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about motherfuckers that got shit to say to you to help you solve your problems immediately. Don't ask me what I'm going to do, how can you do, well, that's the boot. Look, look, you can save all that shit. I've already said it a thousand times. And, like, here's the part where I say being smart. Mm. I know the same cheerful motherfucking uh, quotes you finna give me. Where the door God closed, another one would open. Uh, <laughs> uh, God got something special for you. This is just not your time. Keep grinding. Your time to shine is coming. Look, I know all that positive shit. I done said it to myself. I done said it to you motherfuckers a thousand times. I get it. I know it. But right now, here and now, let me go through my shit. Let me feel this moment for itself. I don't want your well, yo, uh, I'm saying I don't want your well wish. Mm. I don't want your goodwill advice. 
Yeah. I don't need that shit. I already know it. And you know I know it. And I already told you before the like now times I tell you my friend or close in my circle, I done told you what I'm expecting, anticipating good or bad. So if you finally find out, yeah, it's not good. Well, damn, man, just give me. I'm sorry to hear that. Need thing? Shit. Want want to put a cloud up? Make you feel better? Well, sure. Yes, I do. Don't come with the twenty goddamn questions. Well, what they say? Well, what you gonna do? Well, you know, back in my homeboy, he went through this problem. This what they look, look, look. Save all that shit. Just just give me great wishes. Say it's gonna work out. What door closed? We got closed. Just go with your standard line and move the fuck on. Don't try to resolve it for me. Because this is going to be annoying. I'm really not going to want to talk to you. Because some people just need to go through their shit. Like me, sometimes, let me go through my processes of going through my, my uh, kind of like they say that you got to go through your grief process. Yeah. Let me go through my process real quick. And then I'll get back on. Then I'll get back to you. Mm-hmm. You know, it just bugs when a motherfucker just try to give you a solution to your problem. And it's like the problem, you've been going for three months. And then at the end of the, well, you know what I would do? I don't give a fuck what you would do. Not at all. Not a goddamn all. Unless your daddy, uncle, mama, somebody that you influence or got some porn nudes on <laughs> is in a position of power that you can blackmail, yeah. I don't want to hear your goddamn bullshit of what I'm going to do or what I should do next. At all. Don't you think for the last motherfucking few years I've been striving to get this shit done? Mm-hmm. You don't think I know what I need to get done? It's almost, and then that's the smart come in. You're too smart. We're too smart for our own goddamn good sometimes. That's true. It really is. Like, we go through a problem. We already have our conflicts and shit resolved. Mm-hmm. We know what we're going to have to go through and the steps we're going to have to go through. Yeah, I'm going to be a jerk for a few days. That's mm-hmm. my process. Kind of still in my feelings. Don't really want to talk about it. Yeah. It, it's just going to be the natural steps that a person goes through. But the person does not want to hear is how you would solve their problem. Unless you offer that shit three months in advance when the problem just arrived. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you gave me insight at the beginning when I told you I was going through this shit, mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's dope. Thank you for telling me. I'm going to be ready for this shit. Don't tell me after I catch this L and then... Well, what you gonna do? What you need to do? You know, they all some racist motherfuckers. Mm. Quit telling me shit I know. Yes, cut it out. Please. It's fucking annoying. So, that's my last I got time for that cup. You feel better? I do. I don't think it's gonna, I think it fell on deaf ears, but you know, I do feel better. As long as you feel better, though, man. That's what, that's what I got time for that cup. That's what it's about. here for. Yeah. It is. I feel a lot better. Dope. What about you? What you got? That's all I got, man. I ain't got no more time. Don't That's what's up. Anybody. That's what's up. Uh, before we wrap the show, I got some bad news. Uh, the circus is a wrap. After 146 years, uh, Ringley Brothers, Ringley Bra- Ringley Brothers okay. is out okay. of business. They're done. Uh, a lot of people are happy about this. A lot of people are sad. Uh, the happy people are happy because the male, the bad treatment of animals that they've been doing, the abuse, and they said they uh, the circus cut out elephants in their show. After they cut out elephants, the ticket sales dropped like a motherfucker. Yeah, so you got to see an elephant, 
gotta say elephant had a circus. Yeah. I wish they would have treated the animals better. Yeah. And they probably could still have the circus going. Circus du, uh, du Soleil, you know, we still, niggas still pop because we can dance. But, you know, what I'm saying? they love seeing niggas dance. You, you take the circus out, but they still got the, the Trump administration. So, we still got another circus going on right we now. We still got another circus yeah. going on right now. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, salute on the circus. Hey, they had to come to an end like I've that. I've been to one before. When it's at, at uh, Bar and Coliseum. I yeah. Everybody's been to at least one circus. At least one, yeah. You got to go to at least one circus. Animals and all. I mean, I'm not a for animal cruelty but if we just taking steps to treat animals better, give them proper habitats, mm-hmm. I think it could have went a lot further. I hated that they had to end because the circus is always a fun, great show. You know, they beat the shit out them animals. But I think in a better environment, control environment, could have went a whole bunch better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that was my last little news story I left out in the earlier show. Sorry about that. <laughs> I do it often. Shut up, shut up, shut out. Shut out. I want to send a special shout out to uh, Beyond Worthy for fucking with the show. Shout out Beyond Worthy. She cracked me up last week. Yeah, that was funny. One time for China Black. China Black. Uh, She reposts the show every week. I appreciate that. China Black, you the real MVP. The real MVP. And um, one time for all our new followers on SoundCloud, man, y'all y'all finally get it. Y'all finally get it. Y'all can fuck with us. It's interactive. So. Shout out to our South African friends. Y'all still here. Yeah. I'm getting y'all messages. Y'all petty as shit and hilarious. Yeah. Uh, where the shirts at? Never yeah. got the shirts. Yeah, I still owe y'all one. Damn, you got about you got to send a whole new shirt. So somebody in Zimbabwe. Has one of your shirts. Why it got to be Zimbabwe? I just thought of the first African country that came off my mind. Yeah, somebody wearing y'all shirts right now. So I still owe y'all some shirts. I ain't forgot about you. It's been a rough. You uh, need a better address. I just need you to write the address down. How it should be received. How it should be on the post. And then take a picture and send it to us. There you go. I can put it exactly how it's supposed to be. Because on that email, it's rough. It's really rough. You don't know one line to the next. Yeah. Like, so, like. Take out that bill that you just got from the water company or the light company. Take a picture of it. Send it to Power Lunch Hour at Gmail. Yeah. And we'll see. Get you right. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out some way, somehow. Because the last one, I don't think, worked too well. Not at all. At all. At all, even. But y'all my boys. Y'all cracks me up. Shout out Abe and Bryce. My South African ninjas for real. Um, shout outs, uh, me, uh, shout out Sharon, B.A., Chai, uh, Trina, uh, everybody reposted and retweeted the show and liked it and sent me comments in. Yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you. There's so many people I'm probably leaving out, but I appreciate you. One time for our ghost followers. I appreciate y'all Ooh, too. them ghost followers, the real MVPs. Yeah. You see a ghost follows like that shit you said on the show two weeks ago at minute forty five seconds, hilarious. I'm like, I don't even know what I said yesterday, right? <laughs> but you heard it and felt it, so I appreciate. I you. appreciate that. I do, I do. It's just keep growing. This blessing, two thousand seventeen. We still doing this, and now we're on Facebook. You know, Facebook do that. Uh, see your memories, and it be like a whole motherfucking me. 
two years ago, we still was doing the show. Right. So that's dope as shit to me. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, damn, it's two years worth of history now, not just one. So I appreciate it. I love it. Thank you, guys. Anything sure. else? That's all I got, dog. All right. Look like it. Yeah, so I got it. <laughs> I'm spit. I see. <laughs> oh, damn, it's tough, fat ass. Never watch Blake Man do the show. <laughs> anyway, it's your boy, Corey Doseki. Yes, sir, it's your boy. I'm something else. And we have this bitch. Love y'all, man. See y'all next week. For sure.